Hello, and welcome to the Activation Nation podcast, your weekly source of actionable advice from industry experts in self-development, life-managed products, and more to help you activate your wellness, your business, and your life. Today's episode focuses on activating wellness with life-managed products. But first, the legal stuff. You may hear our guests talk about the income they've earned or how their health has been affected with LifeVantage. Please note that the average annual earnings of a typical active LifeVantage consultant in 2022 was $885. For the most up-to-date information, please click the link in our show notes. Any product statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, here's your host to dive into today's story to help you activate your life. Hey, welcome to Activate Thursday. We are, thank you for joining us tonight. We're so glad you're here. We, um, Lisa and I look the same from two weeks ago when you watched this, because like I mentioned, this is not live. We typically do these live, but this one's recorded. Or maybe um, we just wear the same outfits all the time. Or maybe we wear the same. Okay, here's the thing. I went back and looked at some of the videos on YouTube because Jeff- Do you wear all the movie. same things? I like, there were like four in a row where I had the same shirt on. I was like, I do have other clothes. You need to just step up your game because I look different in all of them. Seriously need to step up my game. <laughs> Welcome to Activate Thursday. We're glad you're here. Thank you for taking time to join us this evening. Um, as always, I, I realize that this is recorded, but as always, put your put questions or comments in the comment field below. Like we're happy to jump in. We want to answer all your questions as we're going along. And so make sure you do that. Thanks for being just attentive and engaged. We hope that the content tonight is helpful and engaging and we've got a lot to go through. But first, let's let's figure out who we're talking to. Right. Should we do that? Let's do it. So all of you know, Lisa, right, uh, our vice president of R&D um, and the formulator of the product True Science, True Renew, which is what we're talking about tonight and the study behind it. M- most of you that are watching know Dr. Zand, um, but you might not be <laughs> as familiar. Some of you that are new are not as familiar. Dr. Zand, a practicing dermatologist. I'm going to let me see. I'm not going to get your, your your resume correctly, but um, He's going to try anyways. I'm, well, I'm going to stumble because there's a couple of words bouncing around in my mind. And I'm trying to remember your bachelor's degree. I studied biomedical engineering okay. at Johns Hopkins University. I knew it was bio something. Yes. I was going to say it incorrectly. Super nerdy. Okay, at Johns Hopkins, yes. which is back, that's back oh, east, right? The best. Yep, in Baltimore. In Baltimore. Because uh, you grew up in Southern California. I did. Yeah. And then a dual MD. From Harvard and MIT. That's right. All right. Which already puts you at a league above all of us. So (laughs) um, let's talk about that a little bit. We're going to jump into the study, but we want to know you a little bit. Um, So a dual MD from Harvard and MIT, does that, how does that work? Were you like, I I realize the schools are like right next to each other. Yeah. Generally. Um, So is it just bouncing back and forth? Like, is it classes at one versus the other? I don't even know how this works. So it's a really you cool guys, program. I have an economics degree from <laughs> a school, not dual. Okay. So the Harvard Medical School program has about 160 students. Okay. And MIT was approached to create a medical school. And rather than reinventing the wheel, they partnered with Harvard. Okay. And so it's about 30, 35 students per year. Mix of master's students, PhD students, and MDs. But it's all with a physician's 
scientist training background. So we're all required to do research while we're there. Mine was in tissue engineering, which was fascinating. And then after that, you can kind of go on to do what you like. Often people will run labs. I was always very clinically interested, but I just love the science as well. Yeah. Okay. Tell me a little bit about that because you just mentioned it. It was the first time, like we've known each other for year and a half. Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) Year and a half. Um, but I had not seen that term physician scientist until just recently I saw it on one of the documents. Like, like unravel that for me. What does oh, that mean? Sure. So, you know, standard medical training, so medical school is clinical classes. So you learn the basic science, but you're really focused on patient care. Mm-hmm. Physician scientist training is more studying both. Like, can you look at a study and just say, oh, I'll accept that for what it says. Or can you look at the background of the study and actually assess if it was a good study that was Mm. done? Can you translate, you know, a little bit more particular, in-depth scientific information that then can potentially translate it to clinical applications? Okay. And and are all of the 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 students at Harvard MIT is that the track that they're all on? Is so it a, a that's just scientist? that small program. It's okay. called HST, Health Sciences and Technology. Okay. And that's the blended dual MD program okay. versus the kids who are just at MIT getting PhDs and just at Harvard getting MDs. Mm-hmm. This is a real blending of both. Okay. And technically speaking, it was actually really cool. We'd have you know four or five classes per semester and four of them would be at Harvard. One would be at MIT. So we'd be on the like bus going back and forth. <laughs> it was really cool and yes, fun cool. to do. Yeah. yeah. And um, four-year program? Correct. Uh, most people do it in five plus. I did it in five you, you because you usually take a year off to do research. Okay. And then and then a repo- after that, a residency. Exactly. And yeah. where was your residency at? So I did a four-year dermatology residency at mm-hmm. UC Davis. Okay. I was chief resident, so I was responsible for the educational component for the residents as yes. well. Yes. So you were teaching as well Correct. as you were doing your mm-hmm. residency. Yes. Um, and back at, uh, so at UC, UC Davis. Yeah. So back oh. in California. Back in California. Amazing. And now... Bay Area. Yeah. And you've got your own practice there. Uh, do you love it? Oh, Tell Jesse, like, what, what do you love, love about your, your, your practice? You know, my passion for dermatology has really evolved over the years. I actually st- I chose derm because of the ability to do surgery. The first decade in my career was really heavily skin cancer-based, head and neck surgery. Mm-hmm. And this is a thing, you know, everything in derm is very emotional because it's on the surface mm-hmm. and yes. people can see it. So those are the two things that drew me to it, the technical working with your hands part, but then also the emotional connection you make with patients around mm-hmm. things that can feel very sensitive. And then when you make the progress, when you make the changes they're looking for, my gosh, the like self-esteem blossoming, the yeah. feeling good about yourself. Patients say to me things like, I finally feel like myself again. Mm-hmm. So that's really the beautiful part of it. Then in the last decade, my tra- my practice has really transitioned to more heavily cosmetic. Okay. So we're very holistic. Everything that we do is very natural, unlike a regular derm office where they might just heavily give you antibiotics. For our medical care, we're able to talk about more holistic options, botanical options. Then from there, transitioning that to cosmetic, what does that look like? It's really natural results. And I think that's what people are looking Mm, for these days. They want to just feel like themselves and the best version of it. Uh, well, the best version of their themselves, right? Yeah. I think that's, yeah. that's key. That's that's wonderful. Was the was you know you talked a little bit about the technical side of it. Was your the tissue engineering that you did it? Is that what really 
made you passionate about it? It was kind of the other way around. Okay. I actually always had an interest in surgery. So every activity or laboratory that I chose to work in was always surgical. So I worked in a neurosurgery lab at Hopkins in undergrad. I worked in a pediatric surgery lab mm. at Harvard. And so I chose opportunities where I'd get to do surgery, let's say like on animals when I was a resident yeah. or, or sorry, a med student before I could really work on people, always ethically done, of course. Mm. Um, and so I just really wanted to develop those skills. And then from there, you know, of course, working on people was just really gratifying. Yeah. I'm taking notes because I have one of my twins wants to be a surgeon oh. already. And she has like little diagrams of the heart on her wall oh and all of that. So I'm like, okay, note, get all those little surgical <laughs> yeah. opportunities from med school on even earlier. So That's noted. <laughs> and even getting to do medical missions abroad is a really great way yes. to kind of get your feet wet and really feel an impact that you're oh, making. I love that. Yeah. And, and incredibly rewarding. Oh I my gosh. Yes. I mean, like you can't even really call it a vacation right but you're working so hard but it's yeah. the most rewarding trips yeah. I've ever gone on yeah. have been my humanitarian medical missions yeah, 100% yeah. Yeah, I love the relationships that. and the impact oh. and yes like yeah. the gratitude the thank yous the connecting with people yes. who need help that they can't get access to it's really incredible it's fantastic yeah, yeah. so all of, so that background um, but what you might not understand watching this, she, Dr. Zan is an adventurer as well. I think the first time we connected, it took a couple of weeks because you were like in the Grand Canyon running yes. the river. <laughs> Right? This is true. So I've yeah. done seven river trips now at this point. Yeah. I love being on the river. I Truly, I love being in nature. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the river trips allow me to be disconnected from cell phones, from the sound of an airplane even. Yeah. And it's all full immersion in nature. My brother is a psychiatrist, and he, looks, he likes to call it nature detox or digital <laughs> detox. Right? So you're really leaving all these industrial things. Yeah. And nature is my church. So yeah. it just re revives me. I love it. And not that we're going to jump into personal, but a couple of children at yeah, home. Yeah, I've got two girls. Yeah. I'm recently engaged, so deeply in love. Mm -hmm. My girls are eight and six. Yeah. And honestly, life couldn't be better. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for being here. My thank, pleasure. Thank you for so being fun, part of Jessie. Life Vantage and everything that you're doing to help us. And the, the you know, for those of you that are new or, or watching, some of you were introduced to Dr. Zand a year ago when we launched Collagen, a year and yeah. a half ago. Um, and that product has been, it's just been remarkable. It is, it for all intents and purposes, it is changing the life, the, the face of Life Vantage. Yeah. Awesome. And it's just remarkable what it's doing. And and what we're talking about tonight, True Renew, um, is the perfect, the perfect complement to, to collagen. So what, what we're going to do is we're going to jump in and we're going to talk about the study, um, the study that Lisa uh, performed on, um, on True Renew, kind of dig into the details. But what, what I'd really like to do, um, as Lisa approaches this from the formulator and the science standpoint, and I realize you're a scientist as well, but I'd kind of like to hear your comments and your thoughts about the product and the study from a dermatologist perspective Absolutely. and how that relates to the clients. And you know, you, you, you spoke a minute ago about the emotional impact that some of your work has yes. on your patients and and how what we're doing with true renew fits into that element definitely and just self-esteem and confidence based on on the benefits that are provided from this product is that fair that sounds yeah. good so let's let's do it let's let's talk about the study and i know two weeks ago we we did 
two weeks ago for the audience, about 20 minutes ago for us. Super fresh. We touched on the study, but let's let's do that. Let's talk about the study, how it was set up, um, kind of the protocol behind it, what you were looking to accomplish, and then what we saw at three and, and six weeks. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So the way that we approached this, after we had built the product, which we built out of ingredients that were clinically tested on their own, that we had clear mechanisms mechanisms of action that we understood, we then combined them into one amazing product and we created this clinical kind of in partnership with another dermatologist that I've worked with since I was saying this last, well, two weeks ago, 20 minutes ago, time's relative, <laughs> that I've worked with since I was 19 years old and just starting in this industry. And I've awesome. d developed clinicals with her, every company I've been at. So she's just amazing at coming up with these clinical designs. And so we created a study that was a six week long study. And the reason we chose six weeks is because the ingredients we chose had data at three weeks and six weeks, a lot, mostly at six weeks, but we knew if we did a synergistic combination of ingredients that we should be able to see better results sooner. So we built ourselves in some earlier time points, a three week time point to kind of check in. Nice. And so it was with 45 subjects of diverse ethnicities, which was incredibly important to me, of both men and women, a spread of ages as well, because I really wanted to see how this product would perform on every person. Great. And so, so it was on 45 individuals, six weeks long, and it was kind of a mix of multiple kind of pieces. There was a self-assessment portion where they would grade their skin with a certain number. It's, I'm a three out of five or whatnot on this parameter, texture, smoothness, whatever it was, firmness. And then they would grade it again at three weeks and six weeks. The dermatologist also graded it as well at those same points. And the dermatologist, she's like, a finely kind of tuned instrument because she's done this yes. for so many years. You know how that goes. Oh, yeah. You know how to look at it. You know what to evaluate and you know how to have that clinical eye for it. And the third thing we did was took Vizia images. Great. So yes, so you have those standardized images. They're technical. Lighting's the same. Positioning's the same. And so it kind of removes some of the error that could come with self-taken before and afters, though we often give guidelines on how to do some of those at home. And please follow those if you're taking your own <laughs> before and afters. But this is a way of making it very easy to standardize them with same lighting, same positioning. And we took those at baseline three and six weeks. And so then we had all of that data after six weeks. Yeah. And we've talked about um, in previous in previous episodes, we've talked about different types of, uh, of clinicals or different types of studies that yes. can be done. So this would be a human clinical. Just a human clinical, yes. not just. I don't know why I say it that way, but a human clinical. Um, so individuals actually using the product. I, you mentioned 45. Correct. We wanted to make sure it was large enough size to get statistical significance because yeah. we wanted to be able to say at the three-week or six-week time that these attributes actually had significant change. Yeah. And you need to have a large enough sample size to really be able to experience that and also to get that breadth of ethnicities and ages that we were looking for. Yeah. So... And, and what came out of that study, the results that came out were 11 different signs of, of aging that were positively impacted by, by the use of this product. Um, but before we, like, I kind of want to explore those 11 signs. We can um, do that. And we jump into that and maybe some of the percentages and how they improved. And, 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 and um, Zan, I'd like to get your, your, just your first take on hearing those. But maybe if you could help us, like, 
you know, you're meeting with your patients on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, before we jump into the study, like maybe just some guidelines or some 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 um, wisdom or some guidance that you provide to patients when they're looking at products, yeah. they're looking at things to use. Are, do you give them any guidance on what to look for? what to avoid, anything like that? Absolutely. So I would say the number one thing I suggest for my patients is collagen stimulators, mm -hmm. right? So that's classically in the retinol family. Mm -hmm. The problem with retinol is that it can be very irritating to the skin. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I hear numerous personal stories from patients of them saying that they've tried to use it and been unable to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that That's my, my own personal experience as well. as well. In my 20s, 30s, and early oh, 40s. Yeah. I keep trying it and it never, I finally gave up. <laughs> exactly, I would just try one brand. I'd be like, this time I'm really gonna do it. But I would wind up getting red yeah. and peely. And just really quickly too. And you're just like, oh. very instantly irritated. And I generally have had good skin. Skin. So to go from that to like, now I look worse, yes. was just a non-starter. Completely And so agree. I'd wind up putting them away. And I think that's why having a retinol alternative is so key to have that's really broadly uh, applicable and usable yes. in the population. And that was so important when we, were, when we were developing this is because retinol can be so efficacious, but right. it can be so limited in who can use it. Exactly. And we really want to help as many people as we can, and we don't want to limit that category. And so by looking at a retinol alternative, we are able to broaden how many people that can see these visible benefits. Exactly. Um, let's talk about that a little bit, retinol alternative. Um, why, why and, and I think most of the audience understands this, but why as a physician um, do you use retinol? What do you like about it? Um, what, and what's the purpose behind it? So I would say out of the entire like $10 billion skincare industry, retinol uh, among the over-the-counter products is the most heavily studied mm -hmm. and proven to increase collagen production, okay. right? And collagen, we've talked about how that's kind of like the inside of a mattress, as in inside of the skin, holding everything firmly mm -hmm. and elevated. Without it, you'll see the production of fine lines, volume loss, dullness. So what retinol does is it increases collagen production. It helps to remove that top dead layer of the skin so you bring back some brightness. And it has these results on a continued basis. So it's not something used for a short time. It's really something that you use for years to maintain the beauty and health of your skin. Yeah. Um, and the fact that, that maybe just your first take when we, you know, when you first met with Lisa and she kind of walked through and that we were able to develop, we, I'm using that loosely. Lisa was I'll able give you to, some credit. Yeah, was able to develop. He was around. <laughs> it was in the same building. Lisa was able me. to develop a formula that, that provides the same benefits as retinol without those harsh side effects. Like what was the, like, kind of give us what you thought. I mean, my instant thought was, wow. I didn't, I didn't know there were ingredients out there that could do this besides retinol. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And then my second instant thought was, and without irritation, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, <laughs> this is gonna storm the market. Patients need this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, t tell us a little bit about, about, the, um, about that. I mean, I know we talked about the ingredient itself on, this la on the yeah. last, um, maybe just Let's let's back up to it a little bit because that ingredient itself was studied quite heavily. Exactly, then, which is why we chose it. Yeah, and then we and then we replicated some of those studies in the clinicals that, that you did. That, help us understand a little bit about how it was studied, what what 
you know, what came out of the study on the ingredient itself and then, and then maybe the clinical, um, the, that yeah, we what did, we that saw. We did. Yeah. Okay. Well, the first thing that attracted me to the cranberry biopeptides, which is this retinol alternative, was the fact that it did have a comparison study against retinol, cosmetic retinol, where it showed quicker benefits and all, without all of those side effects. Wow. And I saw that and I was like, it was the same. I was like, yeah. I've never seen this before, this head to head comparison where an alternative has actually outperformed oh. retinol. And that was amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I then went back and dug in a little deeper and you see the gene expression studies that they've mm-hmm. done with this cranberry biopeptide to understand mechanism of action. So they've actually shown that it is activating all of these different pathways within the skin. I have to be careful what I'm saying because it's a cosmetic, yeah. but. Can I, yes. just let me ask you a question really quick. Retinol is a form of vitamin A, right? That was more of a question than a statement. It is. I just want to make sure I'm accurate. You are accurate. But the cranberry biopeptide, is it acting the same way, uh, the same mechanism of action as retinol, or is it different? It is having very similar mechanism of action. It is not a form of vitamin A. It's Uh actually thousands of peptides within. Yeah, and I realize I asked that question, and we need to be like, there are certain things that topicals can do and things that adjustables can yes. do. So I'm trying to be sensitive to that. And I don't they wanna- d- They do have very similar mechanisms of action as far as how they impact your structure of your skin. I have to be a little bit careful with that, but right. also the skin renewal that Dr. Zan yes. was mentioning just a minute ago mm-hmm. to improve that radiance. So yes, a very similar mechanism of action, but instead of being a derivative of vitamin A, it's actually, a very diverse group of biopeptides, thousands of different types within this cranberry. And the other piece of the cranberry that makes it so interesting is the sourcing. It is actually an upcycled ingredient from the leftover solids from the cranberry juice industry. So they take the solids, they do a really kind of purified extraction of the biopeptides, but keep that diversity so you get all of those benefits and that mechanism of action that is similar to retinol. Mm Which is okay, so very similar. Um, let's jump into the study a little bit. Yeah. Right. So um, you already set the stage. It was a six-week-long study. We took baseline measurements, measurements at three weeks, and then again at at six weeks. Correct. Um, and we measured eleven different signs of aging. Yes, and that was something that I noted on our last one because eleven's an odd number, and so people are yeah. like, "Did she? Did some of them not work?" No, we purposely picked 11 signs yeah. of aging and saw significant results at three and six weeks yeah. with both of them. So walk us through some of them. We don't have to go through all 11, but maybe some of them and and the difference you saw between baseline week three and then baseline week six. And then I'd like to hear like just your thoughts, like what, like as a dermatologist, I mean, you have worked with hundreds, probably thousands of patients. Yes. Um, tried multiple protocols, and and I just like to get like your impression of when some on some of these results and like what that how that stands out to you as a physician or what that means. Yeah. So yeah. we'll give a few of the benefits that we and then some of the percentages. And so what the participants experienced were for firmness at just three weeks they saw a fourteen percent improvement, and that increased to thirty one percent after wow. six weeks. Let's see, another one of my favorites, lines, like fine lines and wrinkles, 20% in three weeks. And then it gets all the way to 30. A, re- a reduction of 20% Cor- in three weeks. Correct. In 32 and six. Correct. Yeah. 
So what we're seeing with every single one of these attributes is that significant double digit decrease in three weeks and then continued significant decrease or improvement at and six And that weeks. was self-reported. Self-reported, correct. So as a dermatologist, my interpretation of that is that's amazing. <laughs> Yes. Right. Um, and go, to go back to what you said, the just clinical, actually clinical is kind of as powerful as you can get. Yeah. Right. In vitro studies, you assume that they'll translate to human. Human studies, it's documented. It is doing it. I have to tell you that there's work that I do on patients, filler and laser, that I charge between one and $4,000 for. And I tell them, you're going to get a 20 to 30% improvement in your fine wow. lines from this. Wow. I was right? telling you these numbers so were good. So those numbers are very significant. Yeah. yeah. And what I we don't love. Want, we okay. don't want to put you out of business. Like, <laughs> <laughs> different strokes for different folks. For everyone. <laughs> yes. But like there are some lines that are just hard to treat with sure. filler and laser, yeah. particularly the ones that are the fine lines that kind of run from the cheeks to the eyes. Mm -hmm. They're actually better targeted with topicals. Really? So to have something like this that really works, how yes. awesome. Yes. Yeah. And that was some of the images that we saw from the clinical study were specifically on a lot of those lines of those marionette lines yes. that you can see. And we'll make sure some of the images are showing up on the screen so everyone can see how amazing they are. But at three weeks, you could already see a difference in the depth of them. But at six weeks with one participant, they were almost gone. And it was just, I saw the picture and it's one of those <gasps> moments where I'm like, okay, confirmation. I'd seen the numbers already, got the photos a little later. Yeah. I'm like, not only are the numbers significant, you can actually see it. And that's why I like the self-participant, like self-reporting data, because they're actually being able to notice the difference. Yes. And as a scientist, so isn't that just such a gratifying feeling yes. to be like, I really handpicked these ingredients based on an extensive mm -hmm. research, what's currently available, what's safe, effective, and environmentally yes. friendly. Like I'm a huge proponent of supporting that. Completely. To have then pulled all those and then get to see the clinical results must just be so good. Oh, it was too. fantastic. I was telling Jesse and Alicia on the last one that when I got the clinical results, I was Saturday morning, I was sitting on my couch oh. with my daughters and just went, just like, let out a like scream and they're like wait what's happening and they're like oh it's just mom getting excited about science and so then they wanted to hear about the science <laughs> awesome. but i was like okay good because you craft it the best way you can you do all the research you can but you never know how they will synergistically come together right. until you actually see the results because those proof are in the results so when i saw it i was like okay now i know we've nailed it awesome um Take us through a couple more of the 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 those eleven signs. And yeah, definitely. That so we'll do lift is another really significant one. That was eighteen percent at three weeks and twenty six percent at six weeks. When we say lift, let's talk about what that actually means. Yeah. So kind of um, as Dr. Zam was mentioning, as you age, kind of collagen makes up that structure of your skin, and it's like the springs in a mattress, yeah. and as it ages you lose that structure and it starts sagging and so you just kind of get like a little bit of a sagging and a drooping to mm -hmm. your skin mm -hmm. and so the lift is just kind of the opposite of that it kind of gets more to how your face shape was a little bit earlier yeah which can bring back some of that confidence that you have yeah. in the mirror because it can be hard to see some of those changes in the mirror because aging is beautiful but we just want to help complement that natural aging that you have so that as you see those gradual changes they're not drastic, first of all, and you still feel like yourself. And that sagging can really make someone not feel like themselves anymore. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so kind of softening that up and giving them back a little bit back of that face shape that they had when they were younger 
makes all of the difference that in the world. structure. Yes. And yeah. so we saw a lot of that in the photos in like contouring of the jawline where you just would see that contour just sharpen over the six weeks in the study in multiple participants. And that was actually one that I've done a lot of clinicals on anti-aging and I've never gotten good pictures of that before. And so I saw those and I was like, okay, <laughs> this is working. This is definitely working through that lifting mechanism mm-hmm. of action, which is unique. And you're like, as you hear that, yeah. what are you thinking? So. I mean, I I couldn't agree more that just getting before and afters to show a difference, even with in-depth cosmetic procedures, is hard. We're going for really subtle improvements. The fact that you were able to show that and document that with a topical, it's just outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Give us another another one. Okay, we'll go on the radiance side. So radiance was 23 percent at three weeks and then 38 percent at six weeks wow 23 and then 38 yes because you I have a really small graph so that's why i'm like uh, yeah. closer. <laughs> <laughs> well and you you talked about that at, at the very beginning like there were three things that you had mentioned about retinol you mentioned um just the the, the structure and the collagen stimulation you talked about um just the cell turnover and brightness yeah. i can't remember the third point that you made about retinol i think maybe removing the, the dead skin on the surface and giving that yeah, brightness that and the radiance yeah and and this one that you're talking about right now is was radiance oh correct right? yes yeah and maybe maybe from a dermatologist like what does that mean like how like explain what that. does that really look like yeah i mean i can tell you in myself personally by about age you know i'm very lucky i've had really pretty skin most of my we're life. all questioning <laughs> when you said 40 a minute ago <laughs> in your 40s like 45 no one, no one watching is like whatever <laughs> she's not in her 40s i left my white hair so you guys could actually <laughs> believe me but yeah just celebrated 45 last week oh, oh i yes. didn't know that yeah that was, that was costa rica that was costa rica oh, she just exactly. got home from costa rica you guys my okay friends and my partner and I we just had like a life board meeting session in Costa Rica it was That's amazing, amazing. <laughs> I didn't I knew it was your birthday because I saw it on the calendar but yeah. I didn't make I, that connection like I just didn't think about that okay oh, sorry it's amazing sorry <laughs> okay bar. radiance what yes. does that mean so for me at about age 37 is when I saw that shift yeah. um you know when I was younger, people would say that I look like Snow White. I had this glow to my skin. And that shifted at, at about 37, where my skin had the, still the same color, but it looked almost like it had a gray cast over okay. it is mm-hmm. the best way to describe it. So, some people will say like a dull. A dullness, okay. almost like it doesn't reflect the light. Okay. Like you see a lot of young women doing makeup with contouring, and the intention of that is to catch the light, mm-hmm. right? With my goal for my patients is to not need makeup, is to have that radiance from within and from the outside mm-hmm. without having to artificially apply something sparkly there. But that's really the goal because when you have that health and the radiance, you literally, the angles of your face show that, that reflection of light. Mm-hmm. And it was for me at about 37 that it went away and, and I couldn't quite understand it. It was a subtle shift. Okay. It's not like anything else was suddenly drooping or sagging, but it just didn't have that same glow and radiance. Okay. So products like this are really necessary to restore that. Mm-hmm. And what what it's really what we're really doing it's it's removing that. Yeah, it's that, renewal. It's so that it's renewal. renewal, cellular renewal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because and it's 
kind of our whole differentiation of activation. We're going to the source of what's causing this yes. dullness instead of just like putting a Band-Aid solution to it. And so actually helping you have that radiance from within yes. so that you don't need And makeup. maybe even just to jump in here. So like there could be a product that just removes the top layer of skin and gives a little bit of shine. This one is from the inside stimulating it. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have that way than like something abrasive yeah. or irritating on the skin mm -hmm. to yes. attempt to get there. Because we typically, it, I mean, right, this is a guy speaking. I, I think we typically think like exfoliation right. to do that, right? Exfoliate to remove that the dead skin cells. Yes. But it's an interesting that you're saying that brightness is really coming from the out, inside out mm -hmm. as opposed to, to just, a you know, just the, from the outside. Just That's from correct. The outside. Yeah. Um, 23 to 38%. Those were the numbers you used, right? 23 at week three, yep. 38 at, at, at week six. Percent increase in radiance. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And what does that, like, how does that resonate? A 40% increase in radiance in six weeks? Like, that's really amazing. The amazing part to me is the without the irritation. Yeah. Right? Like, I can dermabrade your skin. I can do a chemical peel and get you that brightness, but you're going to have a week of looking red. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To get there without the redness, that's, I think, the really remarkable part. That's really hard to achieve. Really? Okay. Let's do one more. Okay. Let's see. We will do smoothness and we have 25% in three weeks and up to 35% at six weeks. So once again, these high double digit numbers. So when we're saying smoothness, right? I, I fully understand fine lines and wrinkles after the explanation of that, lift. I yeah, understand that, that and the texture. radiance. So when we say smoothness, what does that mean to you? So this is another shift that happens for most people between mm -hmm. about 35 and 40. Generally, if you don't have acne, the skin reads as smooth in our 20s. However, our follicular, um, the, the debris in our pores, our pore emptying, slows down at about 35. So our pores start to look a little wider. And because there's kind of stuff in there, your skin actually, some people might use the word congested. Okay. For me, same time, about 37, I remember just being like, what is this? Why is my skin bumpy if I stretch mm -hmm. it? And I couldn't understand what that was. And it was just the stuff in the pores. So having an ingredient that will help to have the turnover, the emptying of the pores, and to increase that smoothness is really great because... I mean, it just feels great, right? Having yeah. smooth skin feels really good. Yeah. And to have a 40% increase in that, again, without redness is really remarkable. Yeah. All right. Anything else about the study that, that uh, you'd like to talk about? Okay. I think we talked about all the different parameters. We've talked about the impressiveness of the double digits and the photos. I think those are the main highlights that I had. I mean, and just that validation that it gave. Because it is really kind of putting that proof out there that this product does work and it's that gold standard of doing a clinical study and actually showing that it works on people mm. oh actually i do want to say as we were looking at photos my favorite thing was looking at once again the wide variety of ethnicities and men and women and seeing the results on all these different skin types and different ages different benefits but all visible and so one of my favorite pictures was on a male participant with darker skin and you could just see all of the lines around his eye 
slowly start to diminish over the course of the six weeks. And it just made such a difference mm -hmm. to just his vibrancy and yeah. his photo. And once again, it was a male participant, a different skin tone. I love that wide variety, just showing that it is a solution for everyone besides being just formulated for all types of skin. Yeah, maybe, um, you know, when, when, when we're examining products or when we're looking at them and, and doing the studies, it's important to us to, to look at different ethnicities, but is that from, as a dermatologist, are there, are there really differences from one ethnicity to another on how, on their skin and? Of course, right? Are. I mean, it's, even if you just look at one ethnicity, there's so many differences in skin type yeah. within one skin type. Yeah. Then when you look at different skin types, the, the options become exponentially larger. Yeah. Generally speaking, people are thinking about if they have dry skin, do they have sensitive skin, oily skin. Um, and those, those are across all different ethnicities. What I like particularly about this product is, if I understand it correctly, even people with sensitive skin can use this, Very right? So. And that is a really stick, sticky spot in the market because almost, I essentially tell people with sensitive skin that they just can't use anything with their anti-aging in it because it's just going to, I mean, patients use the word lizard skin, oh. right? They come back and they're like, I was red and I've peely. I've heard that. I, they're like, I was cracking in the corners. I cannot use retinol, yeah. right? So to have that option for sensitive skin types, I think is what um, really allows us to be broadly applicable to every mm. ethnic skin type. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Um, maybe help me, help help me, help us understand, like, um, maybe this isn't fair, and I typically don't ask fair questions. He doesn't. Yeah, not to put you on the spot. Like your first impression as you were introduced to the product and 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 looked at some of the things that we were doing, like maybe just your, your first like kind of initial impression about it. So the two things that jumped out to me were that it's a retinol alternative mm -hmm. and that it has no downtime. Yeah, um, that, that, what does that mean to you? Oh, okay, so downtime means Redness or irritation, that's expected. Okay. Yep. That a patient knows that they have to push through. Could be a week, could be a month. Yep. But generally speaking, we're busy. I mean, people are busy and they don't, everyone's on their cameras. They don't yeah. want to have a week of being red. So in the past, um, am I allowed to mention other skincare lines from sure. a few decades sure. ago, right? Like sure. something like Obagi, which was very popular two decades ago, and it worked. And everyone was just like, no, you're going to get the lizard skin. It's okay. It's expected. <laughs> it's expected. They set the expectation. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the downtime. Yeah. But no one liked it. I'll be honest sure. with you. They just, they, they hate it. You just who's power, got, you have to power through. Who's, yeah, exactly. Well, and especially with being on so many Zoom calls and you're just constantly in front of a yes. camera. And yeah. I think that's a huge shift since 2020 yes. that like people are more on Zoom. They're more aware of their face. I can't tell you how many more guys come into my practice yeah. since then because they're like on Zoom and they're like, what is this brown thing? What is this dull thing? That <laughs> they, they notice everything. Before. Yeah. yeah. One other thing I'd love to chime in with is the importance of studies. Um, I don't know if the audience is really aware of this, but there's been a huge jump in skincare brands since 2020. Because yes. lots of people are sitting at home going, what am I gonna do now? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm looking at my skin. Why don't I make my own skincare line? Yeah. And there was truly just like hundreds of it's skincare lines that emerged. Yeah. Online, through so, and through exactly. And the influencers, you know, God bless, they play a good role in disseminating in good information. 
some of the times, but some of the times they pose as experts. Yeah. They're not doing studies. This, the products were not studied, and they're just touting an ingredient or a, it worked on me. That's, that's the point. I mean, I think that's the key is so often, right, their recommendation is based on their experience. Exactly. That's, and that's wonderful one for you. Person. But yes. that's your experience exactly. that may not translate to anyone else. Exactly. Yes. I have 7,000 patients, yeah. and I'm aware of what they're doing on their skin every day. Mm -hmm. And so when I hear, oh, I've used that skincare line and it caused this, noted. Don't recommend that one. Oh, I used this one and it made this difference. Noted. Keep that on my list. Yeah. Right? I think it takes someone who's, I hate to say it, but truly an expert, right? Somebody who does this day in and day yes. out. They, yes. they talk to people and get the feedback. Yep. And that's what's different than an influencer who's like, I loved it. They sent it to me for free and now I'm getting paid <laughs> yeah. to tell you it's cool. Yep. Right? Yep. And, and then going back to the studies, right? I think... Um, these last few years, there's been a drop in the number of studies mm -hmm. um, because there's a face that's saying it's cool versus the study or a doctor saying it works. Yes. So I'm just so proud of you for doing the clinical study and in particular the Vizia study because you can't fudge those. No. Like a computer analyzes those. Exactly. You know, and so those are real. And I just want to say for the audience, pay attention to that stuff. This matters. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love it. And yeah. I agree. There has been that shift and people do just listen to what an influencer yeah. is saying and it is a personal experience and personal experiences do matter but it can't be the only thing yeah. right. it needs to be backed up because yeah. we always do tell our like our consultants and everyone using our products use our products and get your own story but we have all of this to back you up we have yeah. the ingredient data we have the clinical data we have the safe we have all of these pieces yeah. that back you up and your personal experience. So it gives you the whole package. Yeah. And the fallout of all those companies that were created in 2020 is there's a lot of companies closing down now. Mm -hmm. Companies that boomed and are failing now because they didn't have that science to back it. Yes. And and that's not even to speak of like the damage that some of them have done. I'm sure you've got patients that have come oh in my with gosh. damage to their skin because of a product that was probably not studied correctly or didn't have the studies behind it. Absolutely. Yeah. I can think of a, a beautiful young Latina girl that came in using a new product. I'd never seen anything like this before. Her face was covered in something called milia. You might know milia as what looks like a whitehead. Oh. Not a big deal if you have one or two. She face. had over a thousand oh. of Poor them baby. caused by using a cream for a month. The poor thing. And, you know, we had to really actually put on quite serious medications to undo this process. And to me, that really underscored how scary it is that one random product used incorrectly, formulated poorly, can have such a detrimental mm -hmm. effect, yeah. you know, uh, unexpectedly on the skin. Yeah. And what, what's um, what's great about Life Vantage our, and our customers and, 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 and specifically our consultants is that they demand the science, right? Yes. They love it. They yes. demand yes. it. And, and we have to hold ourselves to that standard. And so we approach, I mean, every product we approach with the same type of rigorous studies yes. and, and dedication to ensuring the safety, the efficacy. Oh, yeah. All the pieces um, of it. But it's been studied and proven, right? It's, exactly. That's part of kind of our product attributes that we always have. And that's part of the reason I always talk about why I came over to LifeVantage is I can't talk authentically about something that I don't believe in, that I don't mm -hmm. believe is efficacious and safe mm -hmm. and made correctly and mm -hmm. developed correctly and proven. Yeah. And so if I'm going to put my name behind anything, it has to have all of these. And so LifeAnage checked all those boxes, which yeah. is why I changed. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
Dr. Zand, thank you, Lisa. Thank you. We, we, we wanted to keep this to 30 minutes. We're at about 40. Um, but that's, it happens with us. That's a, it does happen with us. We say that's 30 okay. minutes every single time. This has and then been, we talk. I'll be, you know, you know, and I apologize guys, uh, that we do, we're, we're going to end this. I could sit here and talk to you guys for hours. I love I talking to you guys. Love listening to you explain things. And, and I don't, I, well, I do know how you have such an incredible way of taking what is very complex and just making it very easy to understand. So thank you, thank you for that. My absolute thank, pleasure. Thank, so fun. Thank you for taking time. So. And thank you for being here. I've already mentioned, thank you for being in San Antonio with us. This is so much fun. This is exhilarating. This is so much fun. Um, Thanks for your wisdom today and sharing everything. Lisa, thanks for the incredible product. Thank you for your wisdom. For those of you that are watching or listening, thank you so much for being with us tonight. Again, if you've got questions or comments, uh, leave them in the chat. Lisa and I will jump back in and we'll make sure that all of those are responded to. Um, if you have questions for Dr. Zand, I am not giving her contact information, but I will relay anything that you would like to send to her uh, and, we'll, and we'll make sure that she gets it. So, Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, if this was beneficial, which I know that it was, please share this with someone else that can benefit from this information. It will be a, a blessing and a, and a help to them as well. So thanks for joining us tonight and have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Activation Nation podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends and share your biggest takeaways from today's discussion with anyone who could benefit from them. This episode is sponsored by LifeVantage Legacy, a nonprofit dedicated to improving lives and building a lasting impact for those in need around the world. Learn more at lifevantage.com. We look forward to sharing more with you during next week's conversation. Thanks for listening and being an important part of the LifeVantage community.